But apparently, yeah, some did that in real life in America, I think it was. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, which is quite amusing. That's, that didn't sound like a, a um, artificial sound effect. Well, here we go. Although that isn't an artificial sound effect. That is a real sound effect that I recorded personally. It's just a particularly good cork pop. So it was right. actually they changed the Abalore bottle. So that was actually the older cork bottle, right. which is actually a nicer sound. But anyway, welcome everyone. Harmonic Whiskey Tales. We have started recording. We've got John on the line from uh, the UK. Welcome. Hi there. John's been on before, so I'm sure people know know of you. Um, how's it going? Oh, yeah. How's my reputation proceeds. Your me. reputation does proceed you. Yes, yes. How's so, it going? Yeah, it's um, it's going strange, but I think that's probably the same for for everybody right about now. Yeah, um, yeah. So. It's starting. I'm starting to panic a bit more than I was when we last spoke, but I'm still not. Yeah, you were very relaxed panic. last time we spoke. Um, I think I've just been overdosing the CBD and the whiskey. I was panicking, and I <laughs> yeah. maybe I'm you were slightly more relaxed now. Well, that's so good. Maybe a little calmer, but I think this it goes through waves, doesn't it? At the moment of yeah, panic and worry, and uh, yeah, I'm sure. Lots of people feel the same way in such an uncertain time. Yeah, I mean, it's still um, uncertain in terms of work as well for me. I mean, they're saying yes, and they're like, oh, we're not sure when. And then it's like, oh, I don't know. So it's like, oh, fuck. So who yeah, knows, man? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's for me, that's as big, big worry as the actual virus itself is what's going to happen, you know, with everyone's money and jobs and rent and mortgages and savings. Yeah, and, yeah I, I do. Well, like many people, massively concerned about you know what the future holds in that respect yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be a dismal podcast this one isn't it what gets me is all these fucking celebrities that are all like being all serious and like oh isn't this terrible and oh you know stay strong and it's like no fuck you mate you're all right we're the fucked ones yeah, like, someone, we're, someone said, i mean like yeah. one of the one of the problems in the uk at the moment is uh they haven't really been doing that much testing up until now they're just starting to ramp it up oh, so but, you know yeah. surprise surprise every celebrity that seems to get it gets tested <laughs> It's yeah. just like, God's sake. And yeah. If you've got money, you can get tested, yeah. The oh, the, private there's another thing, that, another thing on the news last night that we saw, and I just, it made me want to throw something through the TV set, because... Not the new I mean, TV. You know, my, you know my feeling on football, right? Yeah. So, Bunch of I'm not your typical English person. Yeah, I absolutely I. loathe football for many reasons, but... You know, not not the least of which is that the the money involved, that the money people get paid, is just obscene, in yeah. my opinion. So, so all these football clubs are they they've been like, oh, okay, we're um we're going to parade, um, we're going to um, put people on, you know, garden leave. What's this? What's this? It's a fur, um, furlough. Yeah, people are right. still early. So, just... so they're going to furlough their, you know, a lot of their support staff, and they're going to use the government fund to basically pay those people. And yet, none of the fucking players are taking a pay cut. Yeah, they're still getting paid. Yeah, it's, it's, fucked, it's isn't outrageous. It? They... You know, they're on they're on average seventy to eighty thousand pounds a week. Yeah. And those bastards are not not taking a pay cut. How many salaries does that cover for everything yeah. that they're claiming? Yeah, yeah. It's happened here with NRL, that's, the that's, rugby. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the Same odd individual thing. that's donating stuff or taking a pay cut, but in the main, those bastards are still on full money. I yeah. just like what an, what an evil thing to do at a time like this when you know your support staff that are probably getting paid hundreds of pounds a week 
and yeah just things like that just really really yeah it's fucked man. frustrate me it's fucked it's, 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 it's yeah I mean that that is very annoying that they just just come on guys you've got shitloads of money you just I for me I'd just say right none of the players are getting paid full stop until this is sorted and all that money is going towards the actual staff yeah we need to be paid well you have the same maintenance money as everyone else yeah you, know, you actually, don't yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't need 70 grand a week to live no Exactly. That that is ridiculous. Yeah, so, so, you know, like I, I I've taken a pay cut. You know, we've yeah, all, yeah, all the well. place where I work. You know, most people have a lot of our support staff have, have been furloughed, and you know, a lot of a lot of other people have taken the pay cut that they said, um, including the executives actually. So that's that's, yeah, that's something. Um, the executives take a slightly higher cut, which is fair enough because they probably get paid a lot more. So. Yeah. But you know, it's um, I don't know. You just everyone's got to pull together. I think a, a little more. And there are there are lots of nice stories of you know people doing things that are community spirited and and all that kind of thing, which is which is reassuring, yeah. I suppose, at a time like this. There's uh, been a thing around uh, in Sydney, especially around kind of Newtown, Redfern, that area, um, where people are putting like teddy bears in their windows or in their front yards so that all the local kids who need to go out with their parents, you know, to get outside and get a bit of fresh air, they've got something fun to do while they do their little walk around the block and they actually spot these yeah. teddy, It's like a teddy bear treasure hunt, they call it. Um, yeah, which is do, a really nice similar thing. thing here with rainbows. So people yeah, have, cool. have been drawing pictures the rainbows in their windows and and on the road and stuff like that which is quite a nice thing but oh, yeah. I, I think you know for kids this must be really difficult to understand like well yeah imagine yeah it's crazy. <laughs> so my my heart really goes out for people with with young kids at the moment yeah, trying keeping to keeping them entertained keeping them entertained <laughs> yeah trying to trying to deal with them being stuck at home the whole time and homeschooling them yeah, it's hard enough to keep myself amused let alone if i had like kids around my Although, God. I don't know, maybe yeah like know, if we if we all come out of this, like, yeah, I think there's a good number of people going to come out alcoholic or. I was talking to my mate, uh, my studio, <laughs> oh, well, my studio manager at my former place. We just had a chat this afternoon, and um, he was just like, "Yeah, we just don't know what else to do. We're just drinking." <laughs> and then, and then it's really bad. But, like, uh, I think put, cats already had a go at me for drinking too much whiskey. <laughs> more more I've whiskey had to than normal. Reel it in a bit. So, um, Although saying that, I've almost yeah. done half a bottle of this one I bought the other day, so I'm obviously not reading it in enough. But um, <laughs> it's so it's, difficult, though, because like you know, what, like, I don't know, like because I'm still I'm still working sort of two days on, two days off, and yeah. those two days where I am on are fairly stressful because yeah, bet, there's only yeah. two of us working, and and you're dealing with essentially the kind of yeah the emergency load of of you know six people working so it's, it's yeah, fairly it's full on so yeah. you get to the end of a day like that you want a drink so oh yeah it's yeah i think my bad. former place and, um, is that like that for everyone at the moment as well they're just what people yeah. have kept their jobs are getting slammed because there's just no other option at the moment so that's that's right it's a um, difficult time but moment, so, yeah. have you have, are they doing stuff in the supermarkets over there with um with kind of restrictions on uh, like contact distance and things like that. Well, they've put markings up all over the floor to show you what distance you should be keeping. Uh, and yeah. then they've done special shopping hours for the elderly uh, first thing in the yes, morning. So they can, yeah. they can stock everything up and the old people can get what they need and then other people yes. can come in for the free-for-all. They're also so that's, doing... that's an interesting one. Have you, have you been around? Have you done that yet? Like that is... Um, well, no, because I'm not old yeah. enough to get in. 
but no no but have you done the because they, they do this thing over here like in some of the supermarkets where you queue outside and then you go in one at a time and you have to stay two meters away from the person in front of you and two meters away oh, right, from the person yeah, behind yeah helen helen did that and then you, my sister, yeah. yeah you go around like a conveyor belt system um oh, but you can't you can't go backwards so oh fuck something oh, i'd be terrible at that because it'll Jesus. take you another hour to go around oh, i've the got the milk again. fuck yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, that's harsh. Oh, yeah. No, I, I forgot the foie gras. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Um, it's, yeah, um, that's, yeah, uh, no, it's, that's it's, weird. It's yeah, just crazy. But that, like, I, I did it the other day, and because cats, cat can't leave the house um, for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of doing all the kind of out and about stuff. And yeah. uh, one of the hardest parts is that when I go shopping normally, there's like aisles in the supermarket that I avoid deliberately because my willpower is so bad. Yeah, right. So yeah. I don't, I don't go down the sweet aisle. No. I don't. I try yeah. not to go down the alcohol aisle oh, or the yeah. crisp aisle or something like that. Well, but this, this system means you have to go down that oh. aisle, <laughs> and not only that, you have to go down that aisle very slowly. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Oh, so you're there just like. Oh, I'll just have that. Just have a bag of that. Yeah, because you can walk past stuff just... quickly normally, and then you're not tempted. But then the willpower. Yeah, so you, I got about three seconds, and then that, my willpower goes. So, so I had a, I had a moment where um, have you seen Evil Dead Two with uh, Ash fighting his hand? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> just literally like that. It's like like in the in the wine aisle, like literally just fighting my hands, like trying to stop it from putting delicious bottles of, of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc in, oh, <laughs> into yeah, my nice. trolley. Um, yeah, oh. it made me laugh. But, yeah, that's, um, that's very much a first world problem, isn't it? But, well, yeah, yeah because it could be worse. Um, isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Worse, yeah, we're not yeah. doing that here. And I, like, and I, it's totally I different. To say, yeah, thank God we don't live in America right now or some other places i mean because it yeah america is chaos they really have not handled things well over there their, their state-by-state approach has not worked all different yeah and, they, um, it needs to be a federal federally yeah, dictated well, it, thing I they're think, saying now it? that they're on the same curve as italy yeah, that's bad, um, yeah. and spain which is uh yeah i mean that's going to be a lot of people affected and I think, you know, Trump sounds like he's, he's slightly changed his message because, like, yeah. a few days ago, he was like, oh, I'll be fine by Easter. Yeah, we'll be fine by Easter, guys. It's fine. Yeah, good. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, yeah I mean, God. And then, and then you've got, I don't know what they're doing about the, you know, the treatment over there and the, you know, obviously the private healthcare system and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's scary, scary stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, I think they're as well prepared as they can be currently, but then they are expecting cases to increase. In certain areas, they're going pretty crazy. Bondi, because they're all a bunch of filthy fuckers. They're all, there's a massive problem down there, um, just from partying so much in the last few weeks when they shouldn't have been. Really? Now it's caused a massive problem. So that's an issue. So oh, you're just staying well idiots. clear of Bondi. Um, so... Yeah, but here there's no real limits in the supermarket. It, 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 you just, you know, keep your distance. They've got disinfectant. You know, there's someone basically wiping down all the baskets and trolleys before anyone can get them. Mm-hmm. And there's hand sanitizer before you go in and when you leave. Um, things like that. Um, limits on how much stuff you can purchase. 
Um, bottle shops now have limited the amount of wine you can purchase, so you can only buy three cases each day. Only <laughs> <laughs> three cases. Yeah, it's working. Welcome to Australia, mate. Yeah, only three cases a day. That's amazing. That, yeah. that, that is amazing. Yeah. Like, so um, yeah, but that, it's interesting. Yeah. Say with that Bondi thing, because like one of the one of the problems is that a lot of young people have thought, ah, oh, it's not it's not a disease. We're really young. You know, it's just yeah. old people are going to die. But it so isn't. they're just been kind of carrying on. Yeah. Um, I think they're starting to realise that might not quite be the case. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the backpackers it is possible will be for the young worst. people to be affected. Yeah, backpackers are the worst place to be as well. I mean, imagine that. Yeah, just like, you've got no immune system anyway in those places. I know. <clears throat> yeah, I, you, you wouldn't want to be in the funk house right now, would well, you? Well, I think I was the opposite. I, I don't think I ever got properly sick in the funk house because we it's just this cocktail of drugs and alcohol. And yeah, you were very you were constantly food, either, so either sterilising your system or constantly challenging your immune system. I think that's what we were many, doing. Many yeah, different pathogens. So yeah. building yeah. up this immunity yeah, but, to everything. Um, but still, it's not somewhere I'd want to be right now. No, fuck, that'd um, be awful. Sorry, it's, funk house. It'd be good for me because it'd be a lot cheaper, and I'd actually be able to afford to pay my rent in about two weeks time when I then can't pay my rent. But, you know, apart from that, yeah. it's, it would be awful. So, yeah. Um, anyway, never mind. What are you going to do? Um, but I, it's, I don't know. You it's might, just mad. Have to, it's just like... sell some electronics. Although you probably can't do that at the moment because oh, no. they come around and pick it up. <laughs> but I mean, what can you do if you can't pay your rent? It's like, well, what are you going to do, mate? Because... It, I can't well, pay they've, it. They've I can't, done, um, you know. A lot of people over here have done like rent holidays and, and mortgage holidays, you know, so if people really are stuffed, then, you know, hopefully institutions are slightly understanding and, and are putting things on hold. Yeah, I'm tempted to talk rate, to my guys I don't know whether they're say, doing that over there or not. I mean, I'm tempted to say to them that I'll just do half rent for the next month or something and you know so yeah. it's just so hard to know with my industry because so many people have lost work <laughs> there's a lot of people looking now so it's yeah. yeah it's difficult it's tricky and then you know these big companies like kfc and pizza Hut and all these things i work for are really pulling back on their budgets at the moment so that's then impacting yeah. agencies like i work for so it's yeah, yeah. um yeah, it's challenging. It's challenging. So, Crazy days. And yeah. I think, you know, and then on the other side of this, from, obviously we don't know how long it's all going to last for, is what happens to the global economy after this. You know, interesting listening to people talking about it, and they said the 2008 recession or, or um, economic crash in 2008, it only affected certain parts of the world, and there were certain parts of the world that were shielded from it. Australia. And, and places fine, like yeah. Australia, actually. Yeah, and, fine, and, yeah. uh New Zealand and some parts of the Far East and, and having those places in the world that were shielded and buffered from it meant that it, it acted as a bit of an engine for the rest of the global economy. Yeah. Whereas this time, everyone's affected. You know, yeah, all fucked. the economies are <laughs> affected. Fucked, yeah. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be really bad. I mean, um, I think that what they're trying to do and what Morrison the Prime Minister here wants to do whatever he is, the Premier, he um, just wants to freeze everything so that, and he doesn't want people to get fired and he, he just wants everything frozen so that it can just ramp back up really easily once everything starts to come back. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, there's not a whole lot more information since he said that. So there's this job keepers money that everyone's entitled to, which I can get, um, which helps. It doesn't even cover my rent, unfortunately, but... Um, that's what happens when you live in a ridiculous yeah. place. But um, 
it's uh so that's coming in and then you know that they, they are trying to do these little things like that and then just to hope that they the, the economy can just kick back up again almost straight away but i don't know what's happening with that since he said that so it's like a no. hibern- it's like a hibernation he was calling it so seems to be a fairly standard approach and then you know they, they've got these i guess they must have like emergency reserves that the governments are drawing on right now because like the uk government yeah. has announced a massive support package and you're like where the hell are you getting this money from it's a uh, yeah it's quite quite it's astounding crazy, but I, I think it is like emergency funds that they have in place for this sort of thing yeah yeah they must do i mean it must just be this backup thing i guess well they just hit print on the fucking the money machine it's like well, money. It's yeah, fine. The worry. if they do that then we're really screwed it's <laughs> yeah. like you're gonna need like you're gonna need a wheelbarrow full of money <clears throat> to go and buy your bread a la germany 1930 so yeah, that that's really scary. You get the hyperinflation going on. God, some yeah, some place is going to do that. You you would imagine, but yeah, crazy days. Yeah, crazy it's, days. Um, yeah, fucking hell. I'm. Uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, is, um, is just keep on keeping on. Really, yeah. I've been making up a video series on how to make your own nunchucks and then how to use nunchucks so i'm i'm part way through filming that at the moment so that's going to be that's, up um, next that's week that's, that's really going to help society well yeah i do i do stipulate that it's more of a home training thing to help with like hand-eye coordination body conditioning you're not going to like hand them out to old people to fight the virus oh, maybe yeah maybe these are special coronavirus <laughs> nunchucks hit the virus here here and here, here yeah. is, it's critical weak simply points. strike here here and here and you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll be fine um yeah so that's been something to do so um yeah although i think the universe is telling me not to do it because I, I finally got it all planned out and set up i did the making video and that was fine i set everything up in the garage to film and as soon as i hit record the bloody tradies somehow who were doing something out the back of the house onto this other place they just started working suddenly and they're making noise all day and i was like fuck's sake and then they finished and then it started raining so i, I couldn't because of the sound from the yeah, rain i think like, the universe is sake. trying to tell you something i think maybe sticking to cooking videos at this time no it's too late i'm, I'm doing it now i've got it all planned out and it's all set up you so should do, um, do you should do like cooking for like shit you've got in the back of the cupboard yeah lots of people think, are doing that at the moment so yeah yeah yeah, I think there's a few people doing that. Yeah. Um, I so just did this that. new video today, just like scrambled eggs on toast. So real simple, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm going to just, the next two weeks, I'm going to put up about five or six videos of that sort of simple thing, you know, like, yeah, like covered recipes yeah. and you know, all that stuff, what you've got left in the fridge and shit. So so you're you're doing various video things to keep yourself busy then have you got anything else well on, yeah on with the, the hope that one goes viral and i make loads of money off it because i don't know how else to really solve anything <laughs> that's like any other potential revenue stream and the podcasting but um so yeah, i don't know so everyone out there please watch tim's videos please please, please share it <laughs> he needs to, pay go, to go to youtube and go search timmy foodie <laughs> and there'll be there'll be videos that have nothing to do with food up just how to uh, yeah, how to cook with nunchucks. How to cook with nunchucks and rob the occasional person if they've stolen the last bog roll or something. So, um, yeah. I'm making it very clear though to say these are not supposed to be used as a weapon. So, um, just so I'm covered. But um, so I don't know. They might not let yes. me monetize it. Otherwise, but <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly comment on the legality of, of uh, your plan. That's uh, fine. But you know, fuck it. It's, 
It's a good thing to do at home because it's good. It's a good little home fitness thing. So that's all I'm. Do you remember? Do you remember back in um, the eighties and nineties in the UK, the anything anything like media wise that had the word ninja in or nunchucks? It was banned. The the, um, yeah, the the authorities either cut it out or banned it or changed it. So teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, that had teenage mutant hero turtles. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, all the cool bits of Bruce Lee movies with the nunchucks. (laughs) They all got cut. Yeah, because we never saw those growing up. We we watched Bruce Lee religiously, but then it was only when until I got to Canada and I bought a copy of Enter the Dragon, and there was a whole like five minute scene with nunchucks. Yeah, it's a huge bit. What the fuck is this? Oh my god! That's when I learned. I I was like. now but like there was yeah, this, there was now, this yeah. weird weird rule that there were certain weapons that you couldn't show in the Do you UK know why that is, though? like nunchucks was, was on that list and i think it was because of the bruce lee movies everyone thought it was incredible went out bought a pair and nun- bought a pair of nunchucks and just started beating each other up with them so the government was like right fuck this and just banned them <laughs> and even even yeah. like showing them off so yeah, I, I think they've, you know, they've, they've, I think you can get all that stuff now. Oh, yeah, you can. I think now, it's yeah. all all right. Yeah, but, that, yeah. yeah, crazy days. That's how I learned. I saw that video and went, fuck, I'm learning. And I learned from those Bruce Lee videos while I was in Canada yeah. in 98. So, yeah, I've been yeah, doing I remember it that. 22 yeah. years. So. Yeah, I think I've still got mine somewhere. I think they're like well, under like, the bed or something my, like the that. First I, might, video I, might get, I might dust them off. Dust them off, mate. Well, <laughs> the first video do. is going to be how to make them using paper and rope and tape very simple so. yeah so yeah. Um, one, one of the things that is slightly frustrating for me at this time and again this is a massive first world problem which, we go. so in our living room because our house is new obviously we have no curtains yeah, in the living room because we've got this big bifold door for anyone listening the, uh john's been telling me about his curtains for about three weeks <laughs> it's about the fourth time he's I told emailed, me we got we got this lady who's making these curtains for us and we ordered them in like beginning of february and i was like <laughs> Please, can we have the curtains? Because, <laughs> like, as soon as it gets to uh, like nine o'clock or eight o'clock on a sunny day, it's like, yeah, oh, I've just give up on the living room. It's like, oh god, I'm going to have to go and read a book. <laughs> I'll just put a sheet up. Or something. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like start looking for other things to do. So I've been doing a lot of jobs around the house and cleaning, cleaning bits and pieces and sorting cupboards out and no, putting see. A few more pictures up. I'd have things like that. I'd have put up some man curtains basically and just find whatever I could that was big enough and just covered the window with it. Yeah, yeah right. That, that is an option. The cat's not thrilled with that plan. Um, yeah, it's a problem. Isn't yeah, it? it's. Uh, yeah, she said she's going to do them next week. So if we do another one of these, hopefully I'll be um, blissfully happy and, yeah, and in, just watching stay in the dark. Disney Plus all the yeah, time. Yeah, in the dark. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding Disney yeah. Plus? Yeah, good. It's um, I we've watched uh, annoyingly that the Mandalorian they're doing it week by week. So oh, we're only fuck up to off! Episode three, oh. which is really annoying. I thought <laughs> so, they'd have released it all because that's what they did when it first came out. I can't believe they're doing that, especially at the I moment. Know, it's, just, it's just a classic, you know, screw over the UK thing. Wankers, you know, man. Every company seems to do this. Um, well, I mean, Netflix has been good. I've been watching the Blacklist season seven, which I've been really into. That's the whole thing. And um, okay. they were they were releasing it weekly, and then last week they just went ah oh, fuck it and just released twelve at once. Yeah, because so, Netflix are good people. I yeah. think you know they 
they're, they're pretty decent Netflix aren't they about stuff yeah. like that Although, well, I well, the, only, the only times they do stuff that's like weekly releasing is when they're still making it yeah so. I guess so yeah I mean I've already done those 12 so I need the other 12 to be released so I'm hoping they, they realise everyone's watched it and want more yeah. So. yeah no it's, no, no it's Disney Plus is um, it is good I mean like Mandalorian we've quite enjoyed it it's, it's an interesting show um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a slow it's, burner it's uh, cool but yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's I mean, a shame, I won't yeah, spoil cause... it for anyone, but it's very kind of like, certainly up to episode three anyway, it's very sort of small scale, which is quite yeah. nice in a way, because it um, it sort of dials back on all the kind of heaviness from the movies and yeah, stuff like, like that, and just keeps yeah, it quite yeah, yeah. simple, um, which is good. And I really like the um, the bits at the end of each episode where they have the, the sort of production art and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, it is awesome. I mean, it's, it's such a shame because I was like, oh, it's going to be really good that you can just smash the whole thing out in like one one day almost, like just watch it like a movie. Because um, I think it'd be really, I, I, I'm planning on actually re-watching it so I can do that because um, I only watched each one once. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's annoying they're doing that. That is annoying. But. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Um, but yeah, we've been watching quite a lot of, uh, we watched Ratatouille the other day. Oh, I love that film. Bits. That's probably yeah, my favourite so Pixar film. And like, yeah, Ratatouille and a lot of the Pixar shorts, which are yeah, just fantastic. Great. Have you watched um, the um, uh, Incredibles one where um, Jojo is that um, Jack Jack attacks? The, yeah, yeah, where she's one. where she's from the second movie where she has him overnight and fits him out with the suit and figures out all his oh, powers. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so good, it's so good. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's um, yeah, they're they're just fantastic. I love I love Pixar films, and then um, dived in and watched a couple of the early Marvels as well. So we watched oh, yeah, Iron Man yeah. the other day and nice. still and good. Saw. And those movies really they hold up really oh, well. They're, they're, yeah. I, I did uh, one, two, and three Iron Man the other day when I was bored, and yeah, they're they're still really good. I liked all three. Yeah, actually, they, I know they got a bit of mixed reviews, but um, yeah, they they hold up. Really Iron Man well. three is fantastic. I really, I really thought Iron Man one was good too. And yeah. I liked two really as well. To be honest, Thor, with you. you know, Kenneth Branagh directing it. And, oh, the first Thor is excellent. Yeah, the real and yeah, it's, it's very, so funny as well. Like, yeah. and and the other thing that's nice about Thor is I think, you know, like he's probably him and Tony Stark. They've got sort of biggest character development through the whole thing. I'd say. Yeah, because they're both um, very flawed in those movies in terms of what their outlooks and how they act. Well, yeah, yeah their kind of personalities are still developing, I think. And Yeah, yeah and they're still, really they're still flawed all the way through it, but they're flawed yeah. in different ways. I mean, like the way that Thor ends up being in, in Endgame, you know, a lot of, a lot of people didn't like that. And I was like, you, you kind of missed the point. They thought it was like fat shaming, didn't they? And it was like, yeah. uh, no, it's not about that. It's about someone who's just got a complete breakdown. Yeah, well, think <laughs> so, about what he... I mean, they sum it up in Infinity War when he goes gets rescued from space and he goes through everyone who's died that he cares about. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, he would be pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and he's had yeah. a complete breakdown and has just yeah. let go. You know, it's not necessarily that he's fat. You know, it's that he's fallen apart. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got kind of, I got a bit annoyed by people criticising that. Because I think, I think Chris Hemsworth plays it so well. You know, he's, I think it he's actually, funny, but he's, you know, he's got so much pathos in those scenes oh, yeah, with his great. mum and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think no, it I injected a bit more interest into the character for him in that movie particularly I think he's talked about it where he was getting a bit bored of the character and didn't want to do it too much more but since then yeah. it's kind of or well, maybe since those to Infinity War and Endgame it's kind of re-injected that passion with him a bit so I think he'll probably yeah. be in um, Guardians of the Galaxy 
Um, yeah, I think you will be too. And uh, if they ever make it now, <laughs> I think they will. And it'll I think it'll be in this, the next Thor movie, even though it's um, uh, Girl Thor, but something. Yeah, no, it'll definitely, it'll definitely be in it. Yeah, but, so um, yeah, no, yeah, it's good. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what else is on Disney Plus that's worth watching? I mean, it's just all, all the, the Marvel, all the X-Men, the Simpsons, um, the, yeah, the X-Men I watched movies, the, the Monorail episode from The Simpsons the other day. Yeah, so funny. Monorail, yeah, so funny. Oh, yeah, just a bit with Leonard Nimoy and stuff. It's just amazing. <laughs> There's just so it. many on there, though. It's literally everything. So you can just watch whatever the hell you want in terms of The Simpsons. Yeah. It's just it's kind of, you don't know where to start, man. I watched the one where he gets um, poached and goes to work for that evil Bond villain dude. And uh, oh, yeah. he's actually really good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, yeah, no, no, fantastic stuff. Good good way to while away the, the time. Um, if you can see the television screen. So, oh, wow, that's the problem, John. Shit, man. Yeah, so my, my continued first world problem. I'll, I'll give you an curtains, update on mate. that next week. Or even like um, strategically placed washing or something. Couldn't you not know, like uh, some sort of... Uh, if you're drying washing indoors, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I can rig up some kind of giant solar blocker. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, they mate, that's what I'm the first thing I've done. I'm like, right, this is staying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just get yeah, a sheet, no, like a uh, towel, and put yourself right next to the TV and put your head in it, like a, one of those old school cameras, and just sit under the under this little towel thing. You'll be fine. Just, yeah. You'll have to okay. be about be an option. two foot from the yeah. telly. The, the beginning of a, of a massive breakdown myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could happen. As I, as I slowly head towards alcoholism. Yeah, um, well, I'm drinking now and I shouldn't be because i got a podcast with Dave later as well. So, mm. so Yeah, because I, I lost loads of weight on my um, my snowboarding trip and, oh, nice. and sort of changing jobs. And now I'm sort of <laughs> concerned I'm going to pile it back on again. I think but, I've actually so. lost weight by being at home the whole time rather than working outside because I don't buy any crap and I, I have a much more controlled lunch and stuff. So... Yeah, I think I've lost weight randomly. Yeah, that's good. Well, and I'm, I haven't been exercising. Going to try and keep going cycling. So you know, yeah, I need to do that. I think I think so. The, I tell you what, there's a hell of a lot of people out cycling at the moment around us. You know, because uh, yeah, the, you're allowed one daily exercise at the moment. So they're in saying, theory. yeah, here you're allowed to exercise. Um, you can go and get food. You can go to the doctor, or you can go to work if you have to work outside of the yeah. house. But that's it. If you get you're outside for any other reason, it's a six grand fine or an eleven grand fine or something. So yeah, um, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, it? They are doing that. There was a, they, they find a woman yeah, yesterday, I think, over here because um, you couldn't give a good reason for being out. So you just say you're yeah. exercising. That's all you need to do. So I'm exercising. I'm going for a walk. Like you just well, you, yeah. The other thing you're not allowed to do over here is you're not allowed to drive anywhere to go for a walk. So ah, I see that's what I was lot, wanting to do. A lot of people yeah. were like driving to like. I don't know, national parks and stuff and, and going walking and they're like, no, we really don't want you to be doing that. Because yeah. then what if you um, stop at a petrol station and then you infect the, t- the cashier and then that cashier Well, that's right. And that then I think it's sort of things like if you have a crash or breakdown or, or something like that, then it just complicates matters. Um, well, yeah, I suppose so, it also puts more pressure on the emergency services, which are obviously probably busy prioritising more, you know, COVID stuff as opposed to, you know, car crashes and yeah, yeah, definitely, Same. definitely. It's um, I guess they're just doing what they need to do, and uh, yeah, hopefully everyone sort of pulls together and we get through it. I think one of my biggest concerns at the moment, though, is um, <clears throat> what happens when people start coming out of quarantine, because 
it's fine if the virus got to a point where it had essentially died off. But if you've still got a reservoir in, in the population, yeah. you get a load of people coming out of quarantine who haven't been exposed, so don't have any immunity, and then they suddenly come and into suddenly, contact with it. Like You're going to get this wave. kind of secondary peak of infection, and I think that's what they're, they're very worried about in places like Italy. You know, So I think they've extended their lockdown in Italy until mid-April. Yeah, I think here um, they'd say 90 days from around beginning of april pretty much so they're, yeah. they're really thinking three months almost so um yeah but even then what happens when people come out i mean like, well i, I guess it, they're hoping it, by then it, it's by that it will burn itself out in terms of you know anyone who's had it would have had it and that'll be it and then there won't be any cases of people who currently have it who are out within society yeah so, I, I, yeah i guess that's what they're hoping but the concern would be obviously that it's still like kind of lying at a low level and then just flares again. All you need is um, one person and that's yeah, it. Exactly. starts again. So, cause it's so virulent that, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's the crazy thing about it. Like it is so infectious. It's much more infectious than flu. I think. Well, there was a podcast um, today on Joe Rogan might be worth watching if you're interested. Cause it's, um, he's got a specialist on who's got all this new information over, you know, from over the last month or so um, and he just lays things out exactly as they are at the moment and the bullshit stuff that's going around he kind of fact checks all that and then you know um, oh there's so much so much crap so, going around oh, yeah, in terms terrible. of uh, yeah. how to treat it and what you do although, although it's interesting some of those things that start off sounding like complete BS actually turn out to be probably correct like the, the ibuprofen thing and the, the loss of smell and taste you know yeah. that that does seem to be a thing so um they've done a they just did a questionnaire on a on an app over here recently and something like 50 percent of people said when they had it they lost their sense of smell and taste which is weird that's so weird um yeah yeah really bizarre so that'd be awful it's just a virus that that does Fuck. some very odd things and um it's like where it goes bad and, and people get this cytokine storm, you know, the people that get that, that die from it, yeah. you know, that sort of happens, I think, around about day 10 of the infection. Um, and then basically their bodies just, just implode. Um, just massive just overload. failure of everything shuts down, doesn't it? Yeah. This is just, this is just revenge of the pangolins. You know that, don't you? What's that? Pangolins? You know what a pangolin is, Tim. Come on. No, pangolin. You know, oh, shame on you. So, yeah, pangolin is like an armadillo-y type thing. So it's like a um, a mammal that just like got armor plates on it. Oh, yeah. Have you seen them? And they are, unfortunately, massively like traded illegally for Chinese medicine. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I see. And this is this is where they think that the virus has come from. It's either come from pangolins or bats. And, oh, okay. uh yeah, so pangolins are like on the verge of extinction, basically, because of illegal trading and and uh, and killing them for for Chinese medicine. So, I think this is just like revenge of the pangolin. Karma, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like someone, someone have some, have some of that, you bastard human. Someone fucked a pangolin or something, and now it's all out there <laughs> in an illegal Chinese way, like um, yeah. wildlife market, yeah. where all sorts, where all, yeah, sorts, all sorts of happens. stuff happens. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's divine retribution or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's but, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah I, do, I do think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with China and those those markets and the wildlife trade over there. 
you know, because trying to stop, get them to stop doing things like, you know, grinding up elephant tusk and rhino horn well, the, is very challenging. A guy, I wonder whether this will make them kind of rethink things a little bit, yeah, just think. There's a guy I follow who rescues big cats in Mexico um, and because uh, there's a massive illegal trade problem there and all sorts. Um, but he's been calling out China for years about their mistreatment of animals and what they do and... Oh, it's stuff. terrible. And he's terrible been stuff. going hard against them recently, and everyone's calling him a racist and saying, oh, oh, but he's like, I'm just telling you the facts. Look, I'm not making this shit up. These guys yeah, it's not, do all it's this not stuff, racist. and it's, it's, it's not cultural. a surprise you that know, this stuff's happened. Yeah. It's, um, you know, there's, there's lots of people, I'm sure, in China that, that don't like what happens in those places. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a cultural thing from, you know, hundreds of years of, of traditional medicine over there. And, and uh, that's pretty bad. Yeah, the fact is, is that, that none of it is scientifically proven and or peer reviewed or double blinded, and yeah, it's right, just all yeah, yeah. yeah it's just BS basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll probably get myself in trouble now with various people. We'll get the but, podcast banned. Yeah, but I'm I'm fairly sure that a grind up ground up tiger penis does not make you more virile. No, no, I think you're right. Some pretty, pretty, pretty certain sure. this, yeah. and uh, rhino horn is just keratin. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's hope if if you know there is there is going to be some good that comes out of this. You know, that not the least of which people hopefully will come like be a little bit more together in terms of realizing that everyone's affected by similar things, no matter what kind of where you're from or what your religion is or all that kind of stuff and what colour your skin is we're all in this as one and then obviously well, the benefits to nice the environment thought. you know like that's, well that's um, already happening isn't it the positive effect on the environment because no yeah, that's no pollution encouraging although probably little. all the turtles in the Pacific are going to be wrapped and used face masks and drowned <laughs> yeah, as a result drowned in sanitary wipes and yeah. yeah exactly um but yeah in terms of like the air quality and stuff you know it does it does does go to show if you do make a dramatic change you you, you know things can improve so that's well they're just showing the pollution levels before and afters especially up northern italy and in in the area of in in areas of china where everything just shut down it's just a huge impact and literally within a week and all that yeah yeah, so yeah it's a good um i mean hopefully that's the best well the most positive thing that comes from all this so um it's yeah and and it is um like the the air the air travel as well is really fascinating i don't know did we talk, I think we might have talked about this the other day. I can't remember who I talked to about what anymore. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. You know, like we were out walking the other day and just it was, it's been really good weather over here for the last week and a half or so, which has made a, a nice change from the horrendous winter we've had. But, you know, you look up at the blue sky and normally you you, you don't notice it because it's so common, but like the sky is crisscrossed with, with uh, contrails. But if you look up now, there is nothing. Yeah. And that that's quite nice. And I remember, you know, the last time I saw that was when the volcano went off in Iceland. A few oh, years ground all flights, and um, yeah. all flights in Europe got grounded. And we were up in Wales actually then doing some mountain biking. And I sort of said to everyone, we're right on the top of Athens. I was just like, Let's look around, it's amazing. There's no planes. And they were like, Whoa, you know, classic. You know, weren't really that bothered. But I was <laughs> like, this is amazing. You won't see the sky like this again for a long time. So, yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah hard, I think it? there are hopefully some upsides to this situation. Yeah, I think so. I just hopefully um, people get through it, and 
it's sensible, but I, I do worry that the people making the money are going to try and make more money from it in some way. Just, yeah, know, there's no doubt there are some people who are doing very well out of this. Um, oh, but maybe, maybe if, if nothing else, it makes people... It makes people think about, you know, how the economies are set up in terms of this kind of relentless pursuit of growth. And that's probably the most damaging thing, certainly to the environment and uh, oh, yeah. socially and- as well. In a lot of ways, you know, this relentless pursuit of, of company growth is, I think it's it's potentially quite dangerous. And, and uh, you know, the only thing that in nature that grows without limitation is cancer. So... I think the analogy is quite Fat quite stark. So, yeah, hopefully people start to realise that a little more. You know, I, I quite like companies that, you know, that, that reinvest profits or, or they're not-for-profit. You know, like companies like um, Patagonia, for example. Um, yeah, okay. I don't know whether you, you know how they run. No, no. Yeah, so it's worth having a look at. Um, there's a really good podcast that I listen to, like a action sports podcast called Looking Sideways, and um, they had a guy from Patagonia on there who's talking about, you know, how they just basically decided that they didn't want to run as kind of a growth organisation, and and they wanted to run for sustainability of the company and for the employment of the. The people that work yeah. there, um, so you know they give people a wage and stuff, but they're not like relentlessly trying to grow. Um, so they're essentially not for profit, and they encourage things like if you've got an old bit of Patagonia gear, or in fact if you've got any gear, I think you can take it to. They do like um, workshops where they repair things. So if you've got like a, I don't know, an old snowboarding jacket or something that you've torn, you can take it along and get it stitched up. And so oh, they don't cool. want you to buy a new one; they just want to repair what you have already so yeah, it's a really good. interesting one um so, h&m yeah, maybe. do that a little bit over here actually there you can take in your old clothes and they'll either turn them into new clothes or use them as rags to clean in stores or um recycle them into something else and um yeah they, they're quite good yeah. at that as well yeah maybe, maybe this sort of stuff will get people thinking a bit more and certainly you know people with more time on the hands but get more creative which is quite nice to see yeah. um, but it makes you realize as well what people actually want as well in terms of all this nonsense about advertising and banking and all this nonsense really all people want is apparently bog roll and pasta <laughs> and uh, shit like that you know it's like it seems yeah, they, to want be, to, they want to eat and be able to wipe their ass yeah that's, that's basically, so, basically so when the, when armageddon and anarchy happens and we go into a mad max world it's just going to be it's the pe- the people with power are going to be the people that hold these large quantities of things like bog roll and pasta. And I actually woke up the other night. I couldn't sleep, and I'd taken a bit too much CBD and had a bit of whiskey. I was a bit like spaced out, and I just woke up thinking about this. And I wrote this like twenty minute stand up bit all about the, that whole thing about what the world is going to turn into and all this sort of stuff. It's quite funny. I'm going to have to refine it a bit, and I might do it on the podcast or something. I don't know. It might be the best way to get it out, but it's quite a funny concept. It, it, it gets ludicrous. Um, a drink and drug addled rant yeah it's great I've, I've re- I wrote it all I literally woke up and wrote it all down um, it's uh, yeah it's really funny um, and how no, people I will start I'm sympathising with your sleep issues I mean we talked about it before but 
God, my yeah, sleep's weird. terrible at the moment. It's, uh, yeah, it was a weird one that night. Yeah. I just couldn't sleep. And I then... think, uh, yeah, the, just, the, just I think the worry of it all. And I think, obviously, with a baby on the way, that ramps up the worry yeah, a little is, more. Yeah, so. a little bit more worrying. It's, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, we managed to get hold of a car seat now, which is quite encouraging. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. One, one of the one of the things that we weren't weren't anticipating was how much panic buying people were doing a baby stuff. Yeah, that you is know, so weird. Trying to get hold of like, yeah, like I don't know. A cot or a, or even nappies or something like that, and like so many places just went out of stock, and oh, shit, obviously yeah. that ramped up the uh, the tension in the household, as you can imagine. Yeah, so, but I think all that stuff has settled down now that you can buy the things you need because um, they are uh, limited. Yeah, things, I think so it, it's I think it's, it easier, but. it's just it's going to depend on whether you know they hopefully the people that are producing stuff like that are still working, you know, but. I suppose the, the worry is if manufacturing shuts down, um, yeah, what happens unless then? things aren't being produced, <laughs> that's a bit of a worry. Um, but yeah, no, it's a yeah. So I think there's like some generalised levels of concern I that guess lots of people have at the moment. Thank God for uh, robotic like automation and stuff in these sort of circumstances, because I guess yeah. you can you can scale back the people a bit and. Um, run things on a well, skeleton so crew things stuff. like 3D printers and stuff you can just set them running and yeah, they don't yeah. need that much human interaction so yeah, the ideal at the moment they're making like face masks out of them and stuff like that which is Apparently, pretty handy cotton t-shirts work at are about 70% effective um, if you have like a cotton tea towel that's a bit more effective. It's like 80, 85% effective at kind of protecting what, you. What, so, wrapped around your face? Yeah, like yeah. So if you're going to make your own, then cut up a tea towel and make that yeah. into a thing. So um, apparently that's what they're saying. So but I don't know where yeah, I heard that. Again, so, yeah. yeah, who knows that where be, I heard that. That could fall into the bracket of fake news. Yeah, that it? might have been on Facebook. Well, so I actually maybe don't believe that, people. But I mean, I suppose it's better Well, there was Well, there, um, there was a thing. I mean, it must, it must help a little bit. But there was a thing when it all started to kick off that said that because obviously, like lots of people, start to wear face masks, especially in the Far East, where they're quite used to doing that um, for other other reasons. But you know, they were sort of saying, well, actually, it's not that effective to just have a simple face mask because as soon as you touch your face again after you take it off, or um, you know, the act, very act of taking it on and off, you know, you're touching your face and you're transferring viral. Um, yeah virus at that yeah, point i think so. it's like a combination of face masks and disinfectant and just being really vigilant about yeah, what you're yeah. touching and yeah yeah i mean using your elbows and <laughs> just be even yeah, if exactly you, i mean you've you seen um the new series of alan partridge haven't you uh i don't know actually this this time this time um with alan partridge the 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 kind of one show sort of magazine show thing Oh, I don't you think I that? saw that. I don't think it ever oh, really came man. out. You need to you must get hold of that. It's so funny, and he does he does this bit um, where they're talking about hygiene. <laughs> he basically does a mime of how you use a train toilet without using your hands. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. You're like you just yeah, just YouTube it. I'm yeah, sure it's yeah, on I'm there. I'm sure it's on there. Yeah, have a look at that. Yeah, it's it's such a brilliant show. Like, yeah. and it just gets funnier the more you watch it as well. <laughs> it's um yeah, top top recommendation. All right, yeah, we'll check that out. Yeah, definitely. check it out. Yeah, check out good. some partridge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you still haven't you still haven't watched the Haunting of Hill House, have you? Well, no, it's I've I've finished um everything now, so I think I'm going to give it a go later. 
give the first couple okay. a go and see what happens. Good, so, good. Start Let me know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I've been um, I've been replaying Far Cry Four a little bit because uh, I just yep. wanted something simple and not quite so demanding on my brain like controllers. So I just um, yeah ramped that up and started it on like extra hard mode, and it's um, yeah it's pretty good. And actually, I went through Far Cry Five a little bit on the ultra uber hard mode that you have to you can only get once you've completed it, and you can replay right. the game. You you keep all your weapons and everything, but it's super duper extra hard. And I've reached a point where it's just so fucking difficult. So yeah, yeah, but, so yeah it becomes not fun, doesn't it? Like with some of those oh, games when it does hard, that. Man. I mean. It's you're overpowered in terms of your weapons, but it's at the moments when you lose all your weapons and you've got to regroup. Yeah, that it's just like, I, it, oh, it sounds like man. me playing Hollow Knight on the Switch. Like, yeah, I just got okay. to a point where it was so difficult that I was just like, No, I, this is driving me insane. Yeah, I can't play no this point. anymore, even though it's a really good game. <laughs> it's yeah, it's I'm just not dexterous enough with my hand, my old hands anymore to yeah. play those sort of things. Tell but, you what, mate, Far Cry New Dawn, that is the one to get. It's, it's yeah, super yeah, cheap. Well, I'm, I'm getting it's my way so through good. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm, yeah. I must be, I must be two thirds of the way through it now. Yeah. Um, it's getting there, um, but even that's quite hard at times. Yeah, it, uh, it's um, it's quite challenging. But it's, yeah, so it's a very good game. But I want to play Ori and the Will of the Wisps next. Yeah, that's, that is um, good. I got that for free on uh, Xbox on demand or whatever it's called so yeah um, that's next I'm on the list i'm that. hoping actually that cat shows evading interest in it as well and we can you know play through it together board. or something like that yeah. and um, we'll see <laughs> she, she did she did quite like um did you ever play unravel yeah yeah i got frustrated with that though i hit a point and i couldn't figure something out and i got pissed off so i was like oh, fuck it <laughs> so yeah that's, go that's a really good it. game and, and yeah. i think that unravel 2 you can do that two player but um yeah, she quite like that. The music's nice in it as well, and you know the kind of Scandinavian vibe. Did you ever play cool. a game called Machinarium? It was like a yes, Apple yeah, I've played game. That. It's yeah. So it's, yeah, I really like that game. adventure game. game. Yeah, that's a really cool game actually. The, the company that made that have done a few other fun little games. Um, yeah, it's a good game. And I can't remember what they're, what they're called now, but Botanicular, I think, is another one of theirs. Yeah, okay, um, that rings a bell. Yeah. I think yeah, I follow they're, their they're fun. On them on the Apple app store thing so yeah i think i got it i've got it on my pc on valve i think if oh, i yeah, remember okay. rightly I, I think i played it when we're in new zealand yeah it's great um, yeah yeah machinarium is really good mm. yeah yeah quite fiendish puzzles but i love adventure games like that I, yeah I, I do like those that's cool i miss i miss those kind of games you know i used to love things like broken sword and um things like that and uh, yeah, even though they're really games. frustrating at times but yeah, I just like the art style and things like that. And yeah, you don't get that kind of thing anymore very often. They do bring those sort of puzzle things into some games a little bit, but never, not quite as much. And they, I think they miss a trick on some of those things where they could make it have these more kind of puzzle elements to something or make yeah. it more difficult. Yeah. But, Did you ever play Broken Sword? Um, I think so. There's about, there's about three of them, I think. I think I played Broken uh, Sword three. three. Um, just... And they're like, yeah, they're kind of the point and click type things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you got to you go into a room and you got to figure something out to get to the next. Yeah, part. it's kind of like Machinarium Paris, and then it goes all kind of Knights Templar and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they were really good. Those those games, they're really fun. Missed as well. That was a game. We are that was we fun. are showing our age. <laughs> oh, back in the day. 
Yeah, just think yeah. about computer games now for oh, the Wii with oh, 3D, 3D graphics. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> it's like um, like a game like uh, Forza Horizon Four. It's just a sensational when you when you consider where driving games were in the eighties to where they are there, where you could just literally drive around a remapped whole section of the UK. And you can just go anywhere you want and do anything you want in all these awesome cars. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, and race I, against I, yeah, your mates I do, I do and, sort of slightly struggle with that because, you know, you could just, apart from when there's a, like a, a global lockdown on travel, you could just do, and do that anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, true, but it, I, it's so much fun. Oh, I mean, you've got to be really into driving games, but it's, yeah, it just, yeah, it's so I, I, I think they're okay, but I, I kind of like driving games if there's other stuff going on as well, like, like GTA 5 or something like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I personally think, uh, Forza Horizon 4 is probably one of the best looking games you can buy anywhere at the moment. Yeah. It's still, and yeah, it's still, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's fucking sensational. But, um, yeah, I quite, I really yeah. want to try, I'd, I'd like to see these, these, um, there's some quite interesting new VR games coming out now, isn't there? There's Half Life. Half Life Alex. Um, it's supposed to be yeah. the best VR game by a million miles. It's, it's just, it's a triple A rated. A computer game company that have done it, and that's pretty much the only proper computer games company that have really yeah. pushed into VR. I think it'd be quite interesting. There's amazing. another one that's just come out. I saw. Um, did you ever play on on your um, phone or on your iPad um, a thing called The Room? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, have they done a VR one? Again, it's, yeah, it's not a kind of puzzle thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like kind a, of point and clicky, yeah. but like in three D, and and uh, they're really really good actually. And, and they've just brought one out. This a VR one, which is supposed to be excellent. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, it's a good idea for it. And yeah. I, yeah, I'd love to have a look at that just to, to see it. But I don't know anyone who's got any of that kind of. No, yeah, talk to level them, of kit to be able to he's do got, it. He's got like yeah. twenty of them. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, Beat Saber's really good as well. I don't know if you've seen videos of that, but you're basically, you hold two lightsabers and it's like a one of those rhythm music things and you've got these blocks coming towards you and with your two lightsabers, you've got to swing them in the correct direction. So either up, down, left or right to cut the these... 3D blocks in half as they fly towards you, and then there, okay. are, there are platforms that you've got to duck and dodge around as it, as it and it's like a constantly moving thing, like moving forward. And you, but you've got that to sounds do it. like I just throw my back out and do, do it to the beat to the beat of the music. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. You throw your throw your back out to the beat of the music. Yeah, basically, it's great. I mean, it's yeah, it's one of the it's one of the best VR games, or well, not since Half Life Half Life. Alex, but um, it's yeah, it's definitely up there with one of those. But. Double over in agony as you miss those blocks. Yeah, it's not too bad. You just literally <laughs> squat down and up again, and then move left and right a tiny bit, and then you're just w- waggling your arms around. So it's not too strenuous, but I'm sure yeah, you maybe that maybe it gets people moving a bit. It's a great game though. It's fucking excellent. Yeah, so yeah, so, so you had to go at it then. Yeah, at Ben's VR um, lab in Bristol, and they've got uh, a space like a twenty foot square space mapped out so you can actually walk around in these yeah maybe, worlds I, should, maybe I, should give, so. I haven't seen ben for ages it'd be nice to see him I should give him a shout it's cool man yeah i don't know if they're um Once this is all over yeah yeah i mean definitely i mean he's he's just isolating at the moment but um mm. yeah, so they've pretty much had to shut the vr lab down for the moment i guess so um yeah so um yeah but I mean, it's a great little setup so if you want to try vr out it's fucking awesome they got those backpack computers so you can just if you walk around this massive space and there's like a gladiator kind of game that you can play and you just like whack people with i don't know swords and maces and all this sort of stuff so it's pretty cool nice so, nice yeah, and have you been stuff, watching man. any other interesting movies or anything like that that you've seen um, in the lockdown? not 
really, it's just been some series. Like, I've been doing the Blacklist, which I quite liked. Like, I've been with that since the start. So, that's got James Spade in it, who's obviously, he's awesome. So, um, and he's very good. I don't think I know that. It's it's really good, actually. I like it. I mean, it's a bit mixed reviews, but generally pretty solid, you know, feedback from people. So, it's just like FBI investigation thing, but he's like a guy who's on the top most wanted, but... um, ends up they kind of end up working together and it's just this cool underworld yeah. secretive thing and there's like conspiracy theories and all sorts of cool shit and James Spaden is is just fucking amazing. So Okay. Um, it's uh we'll have to look it up. Yeah, um, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's on watching, Netflix, uh, I think. Betical Soul, the new series of that. Oh yeah, I need um, to watch it. Oh James Spader, not James Spade. James Spader. Spader. Yeah. Yeah, Betical Soul, yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, I it's done fantastic. That yet. So yeah. good. That's so set good. before Breaking then, Bad, uh, isn't it? Sorry? That's set before Breaking Bad, isn't it? I believe. Yes, yes yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Um, and then I just watched a, a nice little horror movie this morning, which was recommended by the Evolution of Horror podcast. Okay. Um, very, very good podcast. Um, one called A Dark Song. Um, so if people want to check that out, that is worth a look if you like your kind of occulty horror films. Um, yeah, okay. Not too scary, but but well done. Uh, Ozark um, third season is out. I don't know if you've watched that, but that haven't seen that. No. Worth a watch. It's pretty good. Um, definitely. Um, I'm quite. I'm quite interested. I haven't, I haven't tried it yet, but this thing on Netflix, this Tiger King thing. Oh yeah, that's, that's supposed had to be a good. lot of people talking about it. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. It's though, supposed but... to be properly mental. Like, yeah. I know some people over here that watched it and they just said it was just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, that might be all the time in the states. So worth a look. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we shall see. I think we there's more see. tigers in Texas than there are anywhere in the world combined, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. There's some bizarre in, in thing in America about yeah. really loose regulations in terms of who can keep wild animals and yeah. big cats and stuff like that so there's like there's just stuff all over the place yeah it's um, crazy well it's a big yeah, problem big, in mexico as well they just they didn't have any laws and then they brought all these laws in and then they they said that circuses couldn't keep big cats anymore because they were essentially just breeding them and selling the, the kittens the babies to people so they banned it all but then didn't figure out a place for all these tigers to go so they were just going to kill them all um and then that actually started this Black Jaguar White Tiger Foundation. This guy basically just sold his house, everything, and bought a big bit of land and took on these 200 tigers and lions and Bloody whatever hell. else just so that they weren't killed. And now that's turned into this big foundation where he just rescues um, big cats that are being mistreated and then also all these baby newborn cats that people are illegally breeding and all this stuff so it's, um, it's turned into this huge thing um, humans eh humans are great yeah but he I mean he 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 hates most people because of that exact problem he fucking <laughs> despises people so um yeah but he's yeah it's um he's doing it right I think he's like the exact opposite of this um Tiger King guy who just did, did yeah. it all wrong basically so yeah it, it, it might give that a whirl it sounds a bit mental but I think it might be quite I've got a funny feeling it might be quite upsetting. Cat never likes watching stuff where. Yeah, I don't think they treat animals in jeopardy. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if I want to watch it or not. Really, like there was that other thing, that trial of that 
something in Glazius that was on Netflix that was just about a kid who got abused and then they didn't do anything about it and then eventually got killed. And it's like, why would you want to watch that? I just don't yeah. get yeah. that. I mean, really. I mean, investigative journalism yeah, is, is great, obviously, but it's no, not always the most uplifting of topics, is it? No, it just, yeah, I, I just try and at the moment to watch upbeat stuff. Like, I've been yeah, re-watching back, like, things back to like... Marvel, <laughs> yeah, I've been re-watching things like a bit of uh, Frasier just turned up on Stan, so I've been watching a bit of that, and that's still good, man. It's still funny, fucking hell. It's just oh, cr- Frasier's classic. It's just so good. Oh, fucking hell, man. There's an episode... I'll send it to you. I don't know if you have it on any of your streaming things, but oh my God, it's hilarious. Man. Don't think so. It's so good. So oh. I've been watching a bit of that and then, um, yeah, just positive stuff really. And, you know, good movies. I watched a bit more. I, I redid a bit of um, Star Trek Discovery just because I was bored. So I might watch a bit of that. Yeah. But, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice actually you guess, sort of going back, isn't it? Because obviously there's not much coming out sort of new really in terms of movies. So it's yeah, quite yeah. nice to sort of dive so. back in and watch your old faves. I'm, I'm currently trying to persuade Kat that she's going to really enjoy watching The Omen. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, she I'm hasn't, sure she's not quite on board with that yet. But, <laughs> I'm not um, sure about that one. <laughs> Maybe, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to get your trying to get watch, your missus to watch, this, to watch horror films when she um, hates horror films. It's, it's called Event. It's called Event Horizon. You'll love it. It's just sci-fi. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But there's there's like this horror and horror, isn't there? And, and like there's some things that I know that she will absolutely loathe and will not like. But yeah. there there are some things that you know are obviously genuinely good movies and that, that have a lot going for them even if you don't like horror um, and I think something like The Omen probably fits yeah, into that maybe. category yeah. Yeah. well you like you, you watched um, um, the new Terry Pratchett um, uh, Neil Gaiman um, oh god Good Omens good did you watch that? no no you haven't watched Good Omens yet? Mm-mm. oh what, my god you on? love Terry Pratchett what's that on? have you not watched Good Omens? what's that on? is that on Netflix? No, it was on Amazon over here, but oh, it's um it's an adaptation. It's got um yeah yeah. I don't know if I ever read the book though. Actually, it was one of his ones that I never actually read. That one. Yeah, he wrote it with Neil Neil, Neil Gaiman. So Neil Gaiman, who oh, wrote God, Stan, um, maybe. Oh God, Sandman, uh, it's American Gods, um, loads of stuff, um, Coraline. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, American and, Gods. And so, yeah, good. no, it's good. It's really good. You should watch Good Omens. It's um, it's right up your alley. Ah. Uh, but but Good Omens is based on the Omen, so you know that's where that that link okay. came from. Yeah, I don't think I ever read the book. Um, probably I should read the book, maybe. But I don't know if watch the thing. To be honest, this is the, the the TV show is very very close to the book, yeah, so okay. you could watch the TV show and, and not have, not feel you had to read the book. Yeah, because I I've watched a lot of the Terry Pratchett. BBC things they did or Channel 4 or whatever it was I think, yeah ITV I think a lot of them and they, they were, were fairly crap weren't they yeah they were okay but they, I mean the Godfather the Godfather the Hogfather one was okay um the ones with David Jason were entertaining you know the Rincewind ones so the Colour of Magic or yeah. whichever it was um they were okay because he he played Rincewind pretty well but um yeah I don't know they it didn't quite capture things no, and they've rushed I've things a bit any of them. I, yeah I mean the going postal one was okay again but um, they do capture the I don't know the, the feel of the thing quite nicely visually but I think I think um, the difficulty with Pratchett is that a lot of what makes Pratchett good is, is his voice through the narrative of the book 
Yeah. And it's very difficult to translate that onto screen. Well, they do actually, actually... They, they yeah, do narrate they do that it. quite well in Good Omens. Yeah, they do. Um, well, they do that in, in the Terry Pratchett ones for Channel ITV or whatever they did. They do have a narrator through it. So they do... Right. Um, capture that a little bit, which is quite good. But... Um, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, they things like, like some of the funniest parts in Pratchett are like the bullet points, aren't they? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, how do you how do you translate that onto the screen? You know, it's well, very difficult. I, mean, I think with these ones, they do just sort of say them sometimes, and they they have mm. this narrator come in and out sort of thing. So it does it does kind of work, but uh, to be honest, it needs a bigger it needed a bigger budget. I think yeah. it needed to be. A well, proper, that's that's why know. I think you probably like Good Omens because you know it had Amazon behind it. So yeah, okay, I might check um, that out. They then. threw they threw a bit more money at it. Um, I don't know so how yeah, I it's that, worth though. a look. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I might look into that. But yeah, what else are we? What um, else we want to watch? Oh, you you haven't watched Watchmen yet, have you? No, that I can't get. I have to buy it. I think. Um, or, just buy it. Like it's so good. Just, just to, chuck um, down twenty dollars on it, wherever it is. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I was just seeing what this Good Omens is on. I don't think it's on. Yeah, I think it's an Amazon Prime thing as well. So. Um, I'm tempted to get it because I want to watch the Picard uh, thing as well. So I might just sign up to, even though I shouldn't be spending money right now. But it's like, oh, there's so many good things on it now. Because when I, I, I had Amazon Prime for two years, I got a two for one, two years for one year thing, and then I didn't yeah. renew it because there wasn't really anything new that had come out on it. So, um, but now, yeah, it could be worth. Um, I think they got some good films on there now as well. I think. Well, a lot of the films. It was weird when I got it; they didn't have the licenses because Netflix and Stan had bought them all out so they couldn't show yeah. any movies so um to be honest between netflix and stan and now disney plus i'm pretty much set for all the movie side of things so it's just yeah. those cool things that have started appearing on amazon prime that it's um probably worth uh, yeah yeah worth getting, yeah it's so. not a bad plan i mean either that or just just you know buy it on on apple or something like that but yeah i need to still set that up properly i'd actually have an apple tv box and i don't think yeah. the tv can um do well you can always um, just plug your computer into the telly with an hdmi to okay yeah yeah no i could do that yeah it's fine it's um that's um that's the other option then get the 4k that way but <laughs> yeah i mean you can still enjoy it yeah no it'd be all right. i was just checking to see i don't think you can do apple tv on my tv though without a box yeah it's a bit annoying. no no oh, well i mean god we've we've really plugged some plugged some stuff i think haven't we plugged some some big corporations through this uh through this crisis i think disney yeah, must be like uh, rubbing their hands with glee if anyone wants to sponsor of... disney if you'd like to sponsor the podcast please <laughs> yeah. give us a shout if you want to give tim a free amazon subscription so you can oh, well, review fucking have more than that your, your have... wonderful products then uh a grant a thousand dollars a show that's what they can sponsor me for. That yeah. would do me we'll nicely. Just, just so. pay his rent. No, yeah, something you're covering my rent. I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't actually checked to see how many listeners we're back up to, actually. So um, I don't know. I might. I was I was worried to look because I had like a six week break over Christmas, which I shouldn't have done, and I just lost a shitload. I think so. It's really bad. But, uh, it doesn't well, matter. if you're if you're a returning listener, then uh, welcome back, everyone, thank you for your continued yeah. support. We're back ticking along nicely now. We've got a few regular people coming on. It's good. We've got Dave on later. We got the unicorn back on. We've got um, Will from New Zealand. Um, so that was good having him on the other day. 
you've, you truly have got a, a global perspective. I do, well, it's been actually interesting to see because my friend Lara was stuck in Bali, so she had to go through the whole thing of trying to get back to either Australia or New Zealand. She was going to try to get to Australia, but she couldn't. So um, she ended up back in New Zealand isolating. And then Will's been isolating down in Dunedin. Um, and so he's been telling it from how it's been in that sort of little community there. And then What's he doing in Dunedin? He's, uh, he's a masseuse. So he was he, he's a masseuse. So he he was training. I met him at my fitness college in um in Sydney when we did that course, and then he went on and did a masseuse course and got his um diploma in that, and then started a business and did really well in Sydney and had it ticking along really nicely. And then the government stitched him up and changed the, the rules on him, so then he couldn't self sponsor himself. Literally, he missed right. it by about a week. It was just gutting. Uh, so then they said, no, you've got to just leave the country. And it's like, you know, and he spent two years building up this business, paying taxes, doing everything they asked him to do. And then they just literally huh. changed, changed the law on him and uh, then kicked him out of the country. <laughs> it's fucked. So he managed right. to get over to New Zealand and basically do the same thing there and get sponsorship and try and get residency and citizenship. But he had to go to a remote area because they won't let you go to like Auckland or something. You have to go and stabilise. I think Dunedin's a cool place. I've yeah, he loves Dineen it. Once, yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, he, he really loves um, it. There. it I looks remember incredible. the Albatross colony. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks incredible um, seeing the photos and stuff. So um, Yeah, and it's got it's got good access to a lot of great um, landscape over there. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. And um, he, he runs, he does like long distance running and stuff, so he's out all the time doing all that sort of thing. Interestingly, like again, taking it back to media stuff from Disney Plus, we watched Willow last night. Oh yeah, because <laughs> Cat never seen it, and I didn't realise how much of Willow because it's bloody years since I've seen it. I didn't realise how much of it was filmed in New Zealand, so it's like bits shot in like Milford Sound and stuff uh, like that. Okay, yeah, I, have, like, I was thinking about rewatching that because like I don't, I think it was, oh, I know some, I've no idea when I last watched it. I was so young that. I don't yeah. even remember it. I don't think. Or I don't remember. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun. Yeah. It's good fun. Um, you know, it's pretty harmless stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they, it's like a, in a weird kind of way. It's like a prototype Lord of the Rings because yeah, yeah okay. so much of it is shot in New Zealand and yeah. you know obviously fantasy and stuff and um, some of it is quite brutal as well for a kids movie. <laughs> like they, yeah, they pour boiling o- boiling oil on people. Oh, <laughs> it's shit. like wow. Okay. God, maybe I shouldn't watch um, it. God. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's worth a rewatch, I think. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I don't know what bit else. Bit of fun, been... bit of Disney-based fun. Yeah, film, oh, there's some great stuff on George there. George Lucas so. wrote it. I didn't know. I didn't know George Lucas wrote it. Was that a Spielberg movie as well? Who, who directed uh, it? It's it directed by Ron Howard. Ah, okay. Ah. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's it's um it's worth a look. Yeah, okay, I might look into that. I'm yeah, still hoping for Black Widow to get released because um, at the moment it's looking like two to three months before anything's really back to the point where people can go to the cinema. Yeah. So I'm hoping, yeah, like if Black Widow gets released on Disney Plus, that'd be awesome. I don't think they're going to do that. I was listening to the Empire podcast the other day and they were talking about that and they said that, it cost them too much money. You know, obviously the, with a big movie like that, in order to make their budget back, they have to do theatrical release because. Yeah, yeah you can't make enough money through subscription services to, to pay off those films. Could they just do so, like a, they don't put it on subscription, but they just put it on places like YouTube and Apple TV. So you actually have to buy it or rent it. Do you think they could make their money? back? Again, I don't think they, they don't reckon they'd make enough money back on it in terms yeah. of the number of people that would do it. And 
But it's, it's, it's interesting because they've done that with a few films that had just come out in the cinema. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, so yeah. things like The Invisible Man and stuff. But then they said that those movies that they've done it with are quite small movies anyway. So, so probably already made you wouldn't necessarily expect to get a massive box office return in terms of cinema tickets um, so they can afford to do more of a home release. But Well, they did it with Birds of Prey because that didn't do too well in the cinemas anyway, so they probably thought, well, we may as well fucking just release it. And yeah, exactly. But the, um, sales from it. The, I, I, they're, just, they're charging so much money for them. I mean, like, I, yeah, I think I The Invisible Man was like 16 quid just yeah, to rent it. That. And I was like, well, I can get to cinema normally for a fiver. So, you know, it's too much money. If it was like a tenner, I probably would do it. But for me, that's just too much money. And I, and I, yeah, I can't I condone. So, I don't that, know why they didn't just put of, it for sale for a reasonable amount and just do it that way rather than trying to rip people off by doing this renting thing. I just, it just seems stupid to do that. Just, yeah, again, it's no, them trying to, to I mean, see how many people actually did it because I don't think that many people will have rented something for 16 quid. Yeah, fuck that, I wouldn't have done that. That would be like $30 here or something. So fuck that. Yeah, I mean, it's so, crazy. And they're like, oh, it's the same as like two cinema tickets normally. It's like, well, but it's not, or is it? Because you're not going to the cinema, <laughs> you're watching it on your home system. Yeah, so. with bloody sunlight all shining through your windows. Yeah, with no curtains. Yeah. So, <laughs> so fuck <yes>. you. <laughs> so I, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. That's for sure. I'll do it for twelve <laughs> quid and a pair of curtains. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with it all. But um, but I think it's a nice opportunity to dive back and revisit some of your old favourites. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. So it's yeah, it's been yeah. good. And trying to watch a few new things. And, so. And, I, and I keep I keep sort of saying to Kat, I'm like, look, just do stuff to take your mind off this current situation. So it's quite nice to just divert your attention for an hour and a half, isn't it? Just watching something that you love. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that you know you're going to enjoy or that you haven't seen for a while or, you know, I, I loved it. Yeah, sort of thing, so. something light. I mean, that's why we watched Willow last night. It was like, I just can't deal with anything heavy at the moment. Yeah. But uh, I did watch a dark song this morning. Saving, uh, saving Grace is a good one. Um, have you seen that Saving one? Grace. Yeah. One where the uh, uh, the old lady who starts growing weed. It's really funny. It's like Bill Bailey. Oh, I don't know. I've seen Craig that. Ferguson. Oh, it's brilliant, man. If you can get hold of it and rent it on YouTube or I don't know. It's um it's hard to yeah, find though. It's I'll one of those it. ones that it, but it might be on Amazon or on Prime or something as well, maybe if you've got that. Have you got Amazon Prime? No, no, no we don't. No, so but it's it's I think Cat would like it. It's really funny. It's just like a really sweet story just set in yeah. Cornwall or something. And it's um, Oh we'll, we'll yeah, we'll look out for it. Yeah. Um it's, uh, but yeah, it's well then, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go and get ready to take my uh, allocated one piece of exercise per day. So right, you can get your shiny. one piece of exercise. I've got to get in touch with Dave and we're going to do our podcast soon. So we'll uh, have yep. that up soon. So yeah, cheers, John. Thanks for coming on. Let's no um, let's do it again soon if you're up for it. Um, yeah, we'll, sounds good. We'll, um, we'll wrap it on about, about more crap and, yeah, yeah, and no, more recommendations. That no, was good. I think people. we had a good one. Right? We've given some good recommendations of stuff to watch to people, hopefully giving them some ideas. So I think that's a good thing. So yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I cool. hope so. Yeah. yeah, stay safe out there, everyone. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks.